Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. No, more like journey with Rowan. Out script, we don't charge a penny. We can't call in. Time start free bowling. <laughs> One. <laughs> Whoa. Gotcha. That was good. You motherfucker. <laughs> it's like when your mum counts to three, mm-hmm. she'll never get to one. But you like, there was always the fear of like, what if she did? Mm-hmm. And like, as a kid, you'd always like sort of, you'd tease her. So like, your mum would be like, don't let me get to three. One. Two. And then it was either 2.5 or it was... Edward, and then that's when I knew. That's oh shit, she she ain't backing down. I ain't backing down. I don't want to know what happens when we get to free. And honestly, it's like it's like Chris Pratt. I don't know what happens when you when my mum gets to free. At this point, I'm too scared to ask. <laughs> you know, I imagine there are a lot of kids who grew up afraid of fractions because of that. It's like one, <laughs> two point eight. Ah, they're just in class. Guess- the teacher's reading fractions and they're fucking flinching. <laughs> I guess when you were growing up, you were scared of like your your either your your grandma or your mum would like sort of charge up the sandal throw. Oh, dude, the and you knew shit was going. You knew it was going down. It's yep. like I better I better like put my best behavior face on, or I'm gonna be in pain for the rest of the day. No, honestly, dude, it got to a point where I remember there was a time when just seeing them reach for it, even if they weren't gonna you know threaten me with it. It was, I, there was like a, a little twitch. There was a flinch. I was like, ah, nope. No. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what happened when you were naughty, though? You always had your go-to music. And um, I want to, like, in these podcasts, I know we've been doing a lot of listicles, and I've literally just thought of this now, and I just want to talk about the power of music. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, when we talked about movies, when we, when we talked about movies at the end of 2021, we could have talked about the power of movies. And I think we could do that in a future episode. I just think to give these podcasts a bit more of a space, a bit more of identity. Mm-hmm. That like you know, you want to give it more I'm, more I'm, depth, more depth, more yeah. feel. Like you know, because like that's important. Like when we're writing, mm-hmm. like we know when we're writing a good story because we can't stop writing. The characters they just come to us, we feel them. And that's honestly that's why I like writing TV over movies because it gives me a chance to explore. Mm-hmm. The characters more, the stories more. Like I'll think of stories if I'm thinking of a movie or a short film, I'll have to throw stuff in the bin. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you know, maybe I could take that and jimmy it into another movie. And that's not really the way writing goes. As soon as you try to take something from another idea into another idea, that you know, no, that's a horrible, terrible path to do. Don't ever do that. Yeah. But in TV, it gives you the chance to explore, and I think with these podcasts, it gives us a chance to explore. So when we were being yelled at by our parents, we had our go-to music. Like for me, when I was growing up, I was sort of like eight, thirteen, when I was a bit naughty, 
like um, <laughs> naughty. Um, I, I, yeah, my go-to would be would be new metal, like, and mm-hmm. then that sort of eventually grew into my dad realized the music I was listening to, and then I sort of realized, holy shit, my dad listens to stuff heavier than me, and my you know my dad is pushing sixty. If he hears this podcast, he's probably going to yell at me and hit me afterwards because he's nowhere near sixty. He likes to think he is, but he's getting there. Um, <laughs> And, you know, we'd share music tastes. Oh, Dad, yeah. i just listen to this. And then he, he, he would know how I was feeling. He'd be like, Ed, have you tried listening to this? And then that sort of, you know, we sort of explored each other's music. I've gone a little bit further. Like, mm-hmm. my dad has no idea who Drake is or Travis Scott or, you know, synthwave music. And I, I love all that shit. Metal, synthwave, hip-hop. Hip- I, I like hippity-hop, too. Hip to the hippity-hop. You know, rap, rap metal, fucking even Anthrax, whether if, whether you knew it or not, have a rap metal album. Fucking Anthrax, that's like one of the goddaddy, one of the granddaddies of thrash metal, along with Exodus and Metallica, has a rap album. Like, come on, bruv. Like, like I'm I'm pretty sure without that album, there's no Limp Biscuit. Limp Fred Durst, when growing up, listened to that Anthrax album, was like, I like the rap and I like the metal, and then boom. Limp- Limp Biscuit was born. And whether you hate them or love them, I don't know. How many of us can say we have five top-selling albums and have been around the world touring with our music that we liked doing? Can't argue with that. We can't. So you can have your opinion, but I'm not here for it. <laughs> and then, you know, there's also, like, stoner music as well. Like, you know, not not that I really... You know, you know not that I smoke at all, but, you know, I like Cypress Hill. Yeah. Cypress Hill's good. You know, Cypress, Cypress, Cypress Hill's got good music. You know, um, if you listen to like sort of early punk music, Blink One Eight Two, um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Bowling for Soup, No Effects, they're they're high as fuck. To quote the great late great Bill Hicks, if you think your best music, your best albums, your best records haven't been done on drugs, I want you to go home and I want you to burn them. I want you to throw them in a bin because all those great albums, all those great records, all those great artists really fucking high on drugs we're not pushing <laughs> drugs we're just saying some they can be useful this can be useful it can you be know, useful people like you know people have high as balls when they're sort of getting the inspiration yeah like Chica- like Chi- like chicago what do you think the inspiration was it wasn't women it wasn't <laughs> beer it was drugs you're the inspiration <laughs> <laughs> as they're like Oh, you know what? We should do a song about Coke that isn't really about Coke, but the inspiration around Coke. Everyone else in the band just goes, "Fuck me," <laughs> and then boom, you're in. The, you're the inspiration is born. If the, if Chicago want to say otherwise, then you know they're more than welcome to come listen to the podcast. And whilst they do so, they can like, share, and rate as the as of the rest of you can. Absolutely, absolutely. I was I've been about... learning, man. I've been watching podcasts. <laughs> you mean you've been listening to podcasts? You know, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a dick about it. I'm just saying, like, I'm learning. I'm watching. You mean you're listening to them? I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening to you, dickhead. I'm listening to you, birthday boy. That's so right. Today's... It's his birthday. Today... You know, I was trying to explain more about the podcast. Fuck my birthday. It's only 28. It's not It's not a big number. Well, that's why I was getting like... getting bigger. Yeah, that's why I was like, woo! Not like, you know... <laughs> Someone's got a certain birthday coming up. That's a bit of a mile. Shut up! Just, just shut up. How about we just get into the show? How about you just walk us through we're, the show? 
We'll get there. We'll get there. There's a whole year left, left people. We'll get to Sebastian's hell on earth that is 2022. <laughs> I mean, it can't possibly be as bad as 2021 or 2020, so... For you, maybe? That's and what I'm any saying. Other people... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Encroaching your age. <laughs> Fuck you. Get into the show. <laughs> Sebastian's out here throwing yellow flags like re- like NFL referees. Encroachment, not ready for this. 15-yard penalty. Go the fuck back. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I'm sorry about the charges, bro. I really thought they were going to make it. Yeah, three points. Not this year, but Herbert has it in him. I, if you stick with Herbert and build around him... Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. You've got a great team. Joey Bosa on your defense mm-hmm. is a f- fucking machine. I just think there's a bit of the Raiders that are doing it for John Madden. Yeah, they, I can they see had that. that se- they had the season torn to shreds by he who shall not be named John Gruden. Thinking children. We're talking about S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-R-D-R-E-N. The sex cauldron. Close <laughs> that place down. I know it's about children wrong, but fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> I spoke through it. That's fuck actor it. wood. Stuck to the bit. It works. No, that's just, um, but uh, like half, like if you didn't know, John Madden died. I think we spoke about it on the podcast. I can't remember. No, um, I don't think we did. But and I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of the Raiders players are like sort of in the locker room fuck what happened let's do it let's do it for madden yeah man this i mean just because you know you mentioned you know john madden's passing we want to send our condolences to the families of bob saget and sydney portier they they just two absolute legends absolute masters of their craft yeah just legends gone too soon i mean portier was what 99 that's still too soon (laughs) yeah still too soon yeah dude should have got to 100 dude Mm -hmm. should have been there with old betty white yeah yep. being 100 and shit like yeah. that's the goal that's the milestone once you hit 100 it's like all right suck my dick <laughs> i don't think even i know he's been dead for a few years now but i don't think even eli wallach made it to 100 i think he was also 98 99 yeah i think it's the like bad guy the bad guy from the good and bad the ugly like eli, eli. It, i think i'm pronouncing his last name wrong is it wallach or wallach i'm not sure I know him from um, Ghostwriter with Pierce Brosnan and Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, he plays like this sort of um, housekeeper who used to work for Pierce Brosnan's sort of um, dirty Republican that Ewan yeah. McGregor's trying to find more more like he's trying to get the scoop, so to speak. But yeah, I gotcha. um, and then I mean Bob Saget. Like I know people remember him from Full House and Fuller House, and like hosting so many shows so many shows years. America's Funniest Home Videos classic but for me and Sebastian we pretty much grew up with Bob Saget as future Ted we yep. didn't even see the guy nope I didn't even I didn't even know who Bob Saget was until he was playing an asshole character in Entourage yeah he, no, he was like he's playing like a heightened version of himself it was so yeah, fucking funny he's, like it was it was surprising to me. Every celebrity under the sun has come out. I was like, I never worked with Bob. I met him at like an after party and he was the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. He's like Jeff Goldblum, but nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, Jeff Goldblum. If, uh, Jeff Goldblum, if, you, you know, if you're listening, not watching, I've got to get that one right. You know, like, share, rate. Yeah. Subscribe. We're, we're not trying and to yell at, us in the, yell at us in the comment section. We'll take it. I don't give a Which shit. Like I've got a weird... phone wide open for you, bro. Wait, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> no. What did what did he say? <laughs> oh shit. Hey, I'll do I'll 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 do anything for the roles. Wait a minute, I didn't say that. Um, okay. Alright, see you. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode, back on track, is about music. More importantly, albums. And this isn't what you think it is. This isn't the best albums of all time. This isn't just albums where you grew up with. It's kind of like what we did last episode. Sort of we did one TV, one movie. So we have our own little setup here. And we'll, t we'll tell you, as you need to know. Calm down. We'll get there. I see you. I see you in your cars, stuck on the I-15. Just going, get to the goddamn point, Sebastian and Edward. Um, wait. <laughs> Man, we have some angry it's, listeners. It's 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 my birthday. We'll go at my pace. So if you are stuck on the I fifteen, pull over, get into a get into a dive bar, get a beer, and sit down and have a listen. Couldn't have said it better myself. I'm talking to you, Sebastian's friend. <laughs> I know you're listening. Yo, I'm, yo, I'm... <laughs> just. Okay, so just because you brought oh, it no. up. No, he got a brought... reaction from last week's episode. Yeah, I did. He's like, yo, I, Ed I, wants I, the smoke. I shit. <laughs> Ed wants all this smoke. I do, bro. I. There's no fire without smoke, bro. And I'm, if you're bringing the smoke, I'm the fucking fire. Bring it, bruv. Goddamn. That's... What's he got for me this week? No, he doesn't. No, he, no, he doesn't have anything. He was just literally. Hey, oh. Ed wants the smoke. Oh what? <laughs> you can't just set me up and then like. No, I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to throw hands, man. Like there was like... nothing. There was nothing to be really called out on last week. But he heard, he's, he felt like you called the mess, like, yo, Ed wants to smoke. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess so. I, was he surprised I guessed one of the RZA movies he was going to mention, though? No, I don't think so. Ah, uh, because no one, like, you know, man, you know, at least I've seen The Man with the Iron Fist. Yeah. People haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. It looked awful. <laughs> You, your reaction to the man with the iron fists is most people's reaction to the Matrix, but then they see it anyway, and they're just like, "Oh, this movie is as awful as I thought it was going to be." So why watch it then? <laughs> Listen here, dipshit. If you think something's not going to be good, you have a preconceived judgment, and you're an asshole. Don't watch it just to confirm your preconceived judgment of you not liking it and it not being good. Fuck's sake. All right. So many people out there that are just mean to the mediums. It's like, stop it. <laughs> I like the Matrix. Yeah, I liked it too. Fuck it. I'll 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 come out and say that. Too Fuck many it. people are just throwing hate out there for no fucking reason. Right. All right. So it's like, why why did they why did they recast actors? If if you watch the movie, it actually is explained. Um, <laughs> right. Music. So albums. Hold We're on. So start you... with a bit of a somber tone. Hold no, on. What? No, don't what now. No, just because like I, you know me, I'm not very big on the whole, on albums. Just because it, it was just something never a thing for me. I if I liked the song, I would find the way to hear the song. Usually radio and stuff mm -hmm. growing up. So I I don't have as I won't have as many albums as you. I just wanted to throw that out. There. You got some songs. I got songs than though. Yeah. Let me know. Mm -hmm. uh, all of mine are albums. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Although I have I have pulled out. Notable songs within those albums. Oh, okay. I feel you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was always going to be my plan, dipshit. I did not know that. So, and now I know. Probably should have specified before (laughs) telling you now. Um, Where to go, Ed? (laughs) Get given an episode to plan for for your birthday and fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) You laughed a little bit too hard at that one. I'm not. I'm I'm sorry. That was unintentional. (laughs) I swear. You better watch yourself, buddy boy. You're on, you're on mighty thin ice. Buddy boy? Why, yeah, yada? Right, so we're starting today with uh, an album we want played at our funeral. Is this a song for you or an album for you? This is a song for me. This is a song for you. Right, it's an album for me, so I'm going first. I'm go a birthday for boy. I'll decide who goes first. I guess, it's go me. for it. Okay. <laughs> for me, so I'm taking my basis of, like... I'm taking my base off this, off, um, uh, what's that movie we both like? The biopic on Doug something or other? Oh, uh. Extremely uh, stupid uh, and incredibly uh, futile. Yeah. Just Yeah. So like at the end of the movie that like, um, Doug Kenny, uh, he sort of projects himself to, oh, he's the son of someone famous. Dommel Gleason is the son of Brendan Gleason. And he plays Doug Kenny's, um, like sort of partner oh, throughout okay. most of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's there, and he sort of how he meets um, Doug Kenny in the movie is mm-hmm. um, is in a Harvard frat party kind of thing, a Harvard rush. And Doug Kenny, like, he throws the pool cue at someone. He and he starts a food fight. Yeah, which was the basis for the food fight in Animal House. Animal House, thank you very much, Sebastian. Tell me you've had a lot of beers without telling me you've had a lot of beers. Um, (laughs) Stuff I would remember being sober, but I'm not. So I don't. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, Free balling, if we haven't said already. Um, (laughs) This is going so well. (laughs) Right. Donald Gleason ends up at Doug Kenny's funeral throwing... He starts a food fight party. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd like to think this actually happened. I don't know. It did. We could probably find out if we ever met Chevy Chase whilst he's still alive. Um, it's like, did that food fight at Doug Kenny's funeral actually happen? I, I would like to know. Mm-hmm. But I don't want people going to my funeral and be like, oh, I'm so sad. Ed's dead. I mean, no one's going to be sad when I'm died. Like, you, you, John, Ryan, Mikey, Bobby will all be on the front row. And each of you will start giggling. At a story you remember where I was just a stupid motherfucker. And and you like what will set it off <laughs> is you looking at me and that uh, there'll be that photo of me next to my coffin, I'll just be there like a stupid thumbs up or like you'll just look at my face and just go like he was a stupid motherfucker when he was alive. And I want you to I want you to go to my wake and if it's not already playing, I want one of you to crack out your phone and I want you to play Take off your pants and jacket by Blink One Eight Two. Nice, absolute phenomenal album. This could have easily been every album on every mm-hmm. single choice. Really? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like online songs, great song. Like, isn't that, that the you know? If it's in American Pie, then I love it. Mm-hmm. First date, you couldn't watch music videos back in the day without seeing at least first date. About four or five times a day, depending mm-hmm. on depending on how long you were watching a music channel for. And story of your lonely guy, that is literally me. And then the the album owns with "Please Take Me Home" 
Nice. And I'd like to think wherever I go after I die is home. Fucking A. There's no, be- there's no better way to end an album. And I don't want you to be sad. I want you to listen to this album. It's it's punky. It's upbeat throughout mm-hmm. most of it. You know, Story of a Lonely Guy and Please Take Me Home are a bit sad and stayed together for the kids are a bit sort of, you know, you know, you need something to sort of tie the album together. You can't just, or you can't, I'd like to think, you know, some albums out there are all hype, but punk albums, there was always a few songs that sort of, oh shit, this actually makes me feel emotions. <laughs> I, you know, crack out a couple of beers. Talk, mm-hmm. you know, those stories you were giggling whilst you were, Listening whilst you're waiting for the priest to shut the fuck up. I want you to tell those stories, man. I want you like I'm gonna be the first to die out of all my friends, because, you know Man man has no control. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's uh so tell us, Sebastian, what is uh what is your song? Well, you know, it's fucking funny because you brought up Futile and Stupid Gesture. Mmm. And that's exactly the movie I was thinking about when I was thinking about this fucking song. Holy shit, you are not joking, are I'm you? I'm not joking at all. Oh, that is awesome. Like, I had, I, I was, like, preparing how to bring it up, and then you brought it up. I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no fucking way. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, because... That is so brilliant. It's, fu- it's funny, because in the funeral scene that you mentioned... One of the one of my favorite bits is when they're talking about how he died, or you know, oh he, he he killed himself. He did this and that. Like no, this guy fell looking for a place to jump off of, and I was like, <laughs> as dark and as fucked as that is, that's exactly how I want to go out. I want to go out on a laugh. I want to go out on a joke. I want to go out on something so unbelievably inappropriate that people can't help but laugh. I want my a song that. I, played at so the song that i've picked to play at my funeral is the lazy song by bruno mars oh that's a good choice because i you know the the whole bit like i just want to lay in my bed you'll be in your bed forever be in my bed forever exactly every day's a lazy day (laughs) see i know how you're going now you're like i'll probably be there with you if i'm still alive for whatever strange reason (laughs) <laughs> or if I'm not there, I'll be there in I'll be there in spirit. spirit yeah. Like I will know like being someone who's already dead, I know when my friends have their expiration date. Oh like, that's God, you know, imagine it, if that's it, how it, it worked. It's like it's like a term it's like an airport terminal. Like all the people that are close to you. <laughs> date of birth, other key dates in their life, I don't know, and married. Then date of death. Shit. And then date of death. And I'll be like, Oh shit. That's you know, on earth that's coming up and then down I go. Uh, yeah, because you know, I'm sort of ephoral. I can be everywhere. You better believe I'm putting this shit out, you bro. In Fucking a funny it. way, I'll do funny shit. Um, <laughs> funny shit. I know you. You. You'll just look at someone. It's like you know what? I've always heard comedy is in, uh... and you'll die. <laughs> I'm dying mid sentence. <laughs> no, because the end of that joke is timing. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> you know, I've always heard comedies in the goddamn. See now, the what? <laughs> see now, if I don't go out like that. I'm gonna be super disappointed. I was gonna say my ghost will be super disappointed. He's bro. like, oh, bro, you oh, missed bro. it. 
Either that, it will be just before you climax in sex. Just to fuck you. Just one more time. Just... Big man upstairs is like, you know, you know, you've always complained about how I've had it out for you. I have. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just push yourself extra hard. It's like, even though I'm a bit old, I can still do this. I can still do this. I can still... Did you come, baby? <laughs> and then, bang, <laughs> on top of her. You know dead. what's... You know, the door now. Just the most amazing thing about that scenario is that I won't have to be the person to, like, have to deal with all of that. Like, I'm done. I'm gone. Yeah, that, that, you're that, gone. Who, whoever it's I'm over. with is, gonna, is just scarred for life. The people have to come like, find my body. Just my naked-ass, like, wrinkly old body. Nah. I'm out. <laughs> like, like Steve Carell in The Morning Show just lets go over the wheel. Spoiler alert, Steve Carell dies in the second season of The Morning Show. He just lets go over the wheel and he's just like, it's over. There's no more, there's no more issues. There's no more, there, there's no more anything. And I was like, you know what? Like my mum even goes, oh, why isn't he try, trying to stop the car? And I was like, he doesn't want to. And if you've, if you, if you've been watching the show, mm-hmm. you understand you why. You understand why. He kind of yeah. doesn't want to. But we started off somber. It's time to move the fuck on. All right. If we were going like the next one, if we're going to start at, you know, date of death, let's go to always remember your first, the first album we ever bought. I hope you have an album for this one, not a song. No, oh, yeah, it, it is an songs. album. You've got a problem. No, you know, it, sometimes is, you get your EPs. No, this but. is an album, but like it's 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 very recent. Oh, well, that's good for me because mine isn't. <laughs> Wait, the first album you ever bought was recent? Yes. Okay, that we might need to have another episode about this whole topic. Um, <laughs> because mine is 10,000 Fists by Disturbed in like 2003. Fucking A. <laughs> I got this because I was obsessed with Decadence. Mm-hmm. And in my country, Decadence was the, like, the trailer song... And like sort of the pivotal song for one of the greatest games of all time. Don't even talk to me. Need for Speed Most Wanted. Nice. People are like, I have a friend who is obsessed with BMWs. Actually has a BMW. And I think his obsession with BMWs started with playing Need for Speed Most Wanted. God because damn. that the, BMW, the BMW M3 in that game. And then when you finally get it back, the car you had to beat, the car you used to beat it to get it back, mm-hmm. is better than that car. And I didn't want to use it anymore. I was like, fuck. This isn't fair. It's like when you finally beat the boss and the weapon the boss like beat the shit out of you with yeah. so many times, you finally get it. And it's like, I was being beat by this? Fuck, I need to start again because my character shit. <laughs> You know, when you finally get the boss weapon, it's never as yeah. good as it was when it was being used against you. That's it's it's always what happens. Yeah. So decadence, and then I remember uh, playing Guitar Hero three again. That that game. There's a few games I remember, like sort of around sort of the Halo, Call of Duty era when you weren't playing mm-hmm. Halo, you weren't playing Call of Duty. The game you sort of played by yourself and you had bragging rights for was Guitar Hero three. Because when you completed the game, you got um, Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force. Probably the only Dragon Force song the, the masses know. 
and it was like notoriously sort of difficult on expert mode. I, for me, the first song I ever completed 100% on expert mode was Stricken, and it's mm-hmm. on 10,000 Fists, it's on Katai Hero 3. This album was uh, like, I loved Disturbed, and I remember buying the album one, yeah, yes, for the game, but then also like the picture of the guy on the front, like, sort of is kind of like a callback to Iron Maiden almost. Like, you know, it's this sort of monster, ghoulish kind of guy. I think he was actually nicknamed The Guy. <laughs> well, cool. Called The Guy. Um, <laughs> what a great name, you guys. Could have called him, like, fucking, uh, like, Azazel or some shit. But no, <laughs> The Guy. The Guy. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I remember being, how old was I in t- 2003? Around about that sort of time-ish. It was about ten, nine, Roughly. nine, ten. Yeah. I could. I walked into HMV, picked up ten thousand fists. Um. You know, my dad may have been with me, but it was my money. <laughs> my dad may have been the one exchanging money for item, and then he gave it back to me. But I was the one who chose the album. I was the one who's like, I have, you know, I have ten quid here. Don't ask me how I got it. Um, you go over there and you buy it for me, big man. Oi, fat man, come buy me things. <laughs> Whilst you're buying yourself a Pokemon game, you can buy me Disturbed. <laughs> oh, there, man. Shit. So, annoyingly, I need to now ask, what was the first album you bought that apparently was recent? All right, so let me... I just want to throw in a little explanation because I feel like I feel like I need to. So... When I was growing up, I didn't really mm-hmm. listen to stuff, you know, that was current. You know, I, I grew up around whatever my parents were listening to. And they were listening. My dad had... You didn't buy anything? Like, you didn't buy, like, Africa albums or some shit? No, the, he, they already had a bunch of them. And, yeah. like, my dad had, like, old vinyls of, like, a bunch of different of bunch of different bands and stuff. So we would just listen to that. And then he would buy CDs. And then, like, yeah. my mom would listen to, like, soft rock and stuff like that. So that's what I was growing up listening to, and then whatever was on the radio, because I just didn't really go out of my way to to get to get stuff. And then when I finally started like listening to more diverse music, fucking, I had, I was you know illegally downloading shit, and I make myself CDs. Oh, you're one of those people. I was one of those people. Yes, you're a pirate of the seven seas. I was because I could because I couldn't afford all those fucking <laughs> CDs for us for a song, and I didn't. I don't. A I was pirate, a, a pirate of the Ethernet. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just it, that's it just, really smart. <laughs> like it didn't really occur to me, you know. It wasn't even until you and I met that I really started going out of my way to listen to albums and like the stories oh, of shit. albums and shit like that. And then oh, hell yeah, my and then my sister. So it's this kind of leads into the the album my sister got me into panic at the disco fairly late mm. and an album that i just became obsessed with like top to bottom like the so yeah. i was like okay i want to buy this album was there 2016 death of a bachelor oh yes 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 i remember driving into burbank for one of the first times with you i think i was we were going like you played a song i played a song mm-hmm. at the time I was listening to the the recent White Lies album. I remember because one of the songs is Summer Meant Nothing At All and we don't talk about my ex-girlfriend. 
She doesn't listen to this podcast. We can chat shit about her all we want. Do you know, like you still speak to her? Does she doesn't listen to the podcast? Does she? No, no, of course not. She's too bougie for that shit. Yeah, but yeah, man. Like uh, every every song on the fucking on the album is an absolute banger, and every time I hear it, it like it gives me. You it saw pumps, this. You saw them live. Yeah, yeah. It's an album that yeah. like really well, they invigorates this me. album. No, it was. Uh, I think it was a different one. It was oh, one of their right. more um, recent ones, but like. Just you know, it, it, it's some, there's something about this one where like I I don't have a problem with any of the songs, and each of them mm. like it each of them triggers something different in the brain, but all of it's like invigorating and inspiring. So I was just like, holy yeah. crap, this is what Ed's talking about all the time. I've been missing out, man. I fucking love music, dude. Like, I, if if you get anything from this episode at all, it's like. I don't know about Sebastian's, but just my music is a hobby. Yeah. Like I had to stop drumming because I was like, yo, I don't want to make this a profession because I enjoy it too much. Yeah. (laughs) I don't mind making acting in the film industry at the time when I was drumming. I actually had a drama teacher sort of, he came up to me and was like, I know you're good at drumming. I know you're really good at acting, but you're the kind of guy that's going to have to choose. Because he knows how much I put into everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you're, you're such a passionate, dedicated guy. You you know, before he even told, like, before I even heard the phrase from Ron Swanson, don't 50% two things because nothing deserves to be half-assed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was already living it. And yeah. and my my drama teacher, I think, like, at now, it was kind of manipulating me to choose drama because my drum teacher never really actually liked me. He was annoyed that I was this good at it. I was like, hey, you know, if you listen to this much music, you're gonna pick stuff up. Yeah. Like that dum 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 I've literally just done the bass drum rhythm to every song you've probably ever listened to. Yep. Just it's the drummer's I like job to sort of add in riffs to that that, you know, people like John Bonham are really good at, Neil Peart were really good at, may they both rest the fuck in peace. There's no more need to give us beautiful music anymore. But they are definitely in the great gig in the sky. Yeah. Arguing who's on the drums next. <laughs> John Bonham's literally been up there by himself. Dum 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 dum. And then Neil Perk comes back, comes up, and he's like, and now it's you know sort of they're butting heads. And, yeah. You know Jesus walks up and says, guys, 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 Elvis is about to go on. Can one of you just fucking decide who's doing what? It's like, can you guys turn it down? It's a little loud. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix is there. Just going ah. Oh. Fucking, we're never gonna get to play. <laughs> you got when you got the two best drummers who ever lived, who aren't with us anymore. Mm-hmm. You know how you know you know heaven's got some great music up there oh, yeah. being played twenty four seven. Absolutely. Not that we need to get there anytime soon, you motherfucker. I'm nah. happy here. Yeah, same. I'm happy here with this podcast. I actually got ready for this podcast today. I was ready. Like, usually when I'll phone, like, Sebastian will phone me or I'll phone Sebastian and he usually spends, like, ten minutes watching me write out my notes and set my shit up. I was ready today. I'm I'm really enjoying this. I've, like, the, we the swapped roles. The past two weeks we swapped been, roles today. It's been so good. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I was waiting for you. Yeah, you were waiting <laughs> for me. Only because your dog destroyed your notes. <laughs> It's like I didn't even realize it until I came into my into my room to start setting up. I was like, I saw bits of paper on the floor. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh god damn it! 
You'll be shitting out your notes in a couple of hours, mate. Probably. So All let's right. move on. That was the first album we ever bought. I'll remember it forever. I'll cherish it forever. Not that I've listened to 10,000 Fists in the like last couple of years. I may do after this. Why not? Um, but now, sort of upon the first album we ever bought, I suppose, especially around my time, I guess for you, the first album we ever bought is nowhere near this album. But for me, about the same time, mm-hmm. is an album that defined our childhood. Yep. And our childhood was... I know some people... The old people, the old, the elder generation are like, the glory days of music was the 60s and the 70s. Your, your youngins' music is shit. For me, the what mid noughties, from the mid noughties, it was an old person voice. The mid noughties was so good for music. I know some people are like, new metal ruined music, it ruined metal, it ruined pop, it ruined rock. No, fuck you. The genre exists. I still love it. I. I still listen to new metal pretty much on a yearly basis. I can show you my Spotify recapped sort of shit. I posted it once and everyone judged me for liking folk metal. Well, fuck you. Um, <laughs> love folk metal. It's actually... Is it in... Uh, well, just... It's not any of the albums I've chosen. It could be. I may change one as we come to it, but we've got a few more few more first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I may go against my notes. Um, it's good. Right. I have a good reason for it as well. So, album that defined my childhood. Oh, you know what? I thought about this one last, and it was a, it was a tie between this and two other albums. And mm-hmm. I, can I do two? Am I allowed to do two? Yeah, you can no. do two. It's no. your birthday. No, it's, it's your my birth- birthday. Okay, it's, it's my birthday. Um, so. <laughs> The first one I was going to go with, A Hangover You Don't Deserve from Bowling for Soup. Mm-hmm. So, you know how we just did the first album we ever bought? The first album that was ever gifted to me mm-hmm. was A Hangover You Don't Deserve from oh, Bowling shit. for Soup. Okay. And holy shit, start to finish, that thing was great. Like, I loved, I loved it. But it's not as childhood defining as Hybrid Fury from Linkin Park was. Fucking A. I remember I remember the first time I went to Florida uh for Christmas in about 2004ish ish ish mm-hmm. ish can't remember really um cuz you know it was so long ago I couldn't even take a photo of a f- of a picture of the first time we went to Florida I'm looking at it right now I uh, I'm wearing an Uncle Cracker t-shirt my dad is actually wearing a t-shirt that is Homer and Bart um as Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction. Nice. I need to take a photo of this because that shirt, mm-hmm. like me and my dad, uh, every now and then we'll try and find that shirt online, and it just no one, no one does it. I don't even know how my dad got it in the first place, but like, I knew my dad was cool. Yeah. When I didn't even even know what Pulp Fiction was, but I knew what Simpsons were. It's like even before I knew what sort of references were and sort of like you know um parodies and all that shit was mm-hmm. i knew what it was because one of my dad's favorite all-time shirts alongside his barney t-shirt was this barton homer as jules and vincent from pulp fiction awesome Fucking it. A. i just i just um and i remember i wasn't even allowed to listen to the album because 
um, I think my mum yelled at my dad for letting my brother listen to it. Mm-hmm. But what my dad didn't tell my mum was that Tom listened to the album, thought it was so good, Tom being my brother, he gave it to me to listen to. <laughs> so, like, he couldn't hide the fact that Tom had listened to it because Tom gave the album back to my dad, not knowing my dad was going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. So when, once Tom sort of saw my dad getting told off, um, Tom sort of was like, maybe I don't tell him that Ed liked it as well. <laughs> But there's one song on this album called uh, Crawling. Crawling in my skin. Um, there's a photo classic. of me. Oh, Banger. classic. Even, the, even the, the, like, the, um, the reason some people have like, got Spike Cool Guy tips was because of Chester Bennington in the music video. <laughs> um, I remember being in primary school. There was a photo of me in the because we had this sort of end end of primary school trip to Wales and someone was taking photos and there was like a montage of all the photos and one of them was um you can't go you, you, we couldn't go anywhere without Ed listening to music I spent the whole time listening to music I borrowed a, my friend's Walkman because he said he wasn't going to use it and I was like dude I've, I bought all this music but I forgot my Walkman yes I'm old enough to know what a Walkman is and probably could, with enough digging, could find could find my old one that I forgot to bring with me. And he lent me his, and I like that that photo. Mm-hmm. I I remember just telling everyone around me, all my friends, as I'm listening to Crawling. I knew like like I knew where we were, and you could just see you could actually see me in this photo feeling the music you know every frame of painting that kind mm-hmm. of shit yeah i like i was like the fact that someone encapsulated me like for really feeling what linkin park were trying to say like it's like shit you know i may be young but i'm you know i'm feeling you know i'm feeling stuff yeah, yeah i'm yeah. going through i'm going through a big mouth phase kind of shit like you know my penis is feeling things i don't know what to do with it <laughs> woke up in the morning and so, walk up, woke, woke up in the morning and sometimes it was the Empire State Building I was like why are you doing this <laughs> and then Linkin Park was there for me man yeah. about everything mm-hmm. this episode isn't going to be an hour long it's going to be way longer oh um, yeah absolutely so what is uh, what is the album that defined your childhood my guy or a song that defined your childhood so um, for me it's it is a song and it has Ooh. So it was more to do with how it was towards like uh, elementary school, middle school, that era for me. I was so I didn't go to school in the same the same town that I was living in, like out mm-hmm. out here in districts. You know, you have to go in your district. But my pa- my parents put me in the school that you know my mom went to and my aunts and cousins and all those people went to. So I was like, okay, you know, it makes sense, yeah. but. I what they, I guess what no one really counted on is how lonely I was gonna be. Oh shit! Cause you know, cause I couldn't tell anyone where I lived, so I couldn't really have people over. You know, because it would risk me having to change schools. So I had you know friends at school and stuff, but I never. It's a very Friday nights Friday night lights kind of story. Like you know, but I you know didn't really hang out with anyone. So I just I kind of grew up by myself. You know, I had my brother and my sister, but you know it's. It's not the same. I was the oldest. 
I was, I was, I'm the oldest, so it was, it was different. And the song that I feel like I just connected with because of how I was feeling, because of how, what I was going through, was "I'm Just a Kid" by Simple Plan. Oh, like the, like I, there was a single song that summed up, I'm mean, like my childhood experience more than that fucking song. I'm just a kid and nobody likes me. I'm just a kid yep. and nobody knows me. <laughs> oh, dude, that's yeah. Wasn't didn't we want that as an acoustic version for the opening of the TV show we were writing? Yeah, pretty much this time last mm-hmm. year. Yep. Transplanted. We need to get back on that. Yeah, we do. We need to we need to write that this year. Hundred percent. Absolutely. But yeah, man, my, that's my. My manager needs more things from me. <laughs> Same. Not just caretakers in a short film I'm doing over here. Okay, let's like so I mentioned we're trying to keep these episodes an hour. We can barrel roll through four and five. Maybe five has a little bit to talk about because Sebastian knows what it is, but you don't. But number four, we can barrel through. We barrel roll through this uh, song uh, album. We work out to for me. I were Slipknot. Fucking this song gets me going. Mm-hmm. Like it starts with five one five, and then boom, straight into people equal shit. Holy shit! If you if you don't want to pump iron, yeah. A friend of mine who is obsessed with Drake, fucking UK drill. That is a genre of music over here. Look it up if you need to. Um, garage, all that kind of shit. He actually has Slipknot music in his workout soundtrack mm-hmm. because of me. He was like, Ed, what do you work out to? And I sent him a few Slipknot songs. He goes, yo, I've actually added some Slipknot to like my gym time playlist kind of thing. I was like, of course you have. There's always at least four or five songs in every Slipknot album that you listen to. And he's like, where did all this energy come from that I just, I need to, I need to pump iron to right Mm now. Yeah. Like, especially, like, People Equal Shit, Disaster Piece. Heretic Anthem, Left Behind, again, Left Behind was one of those, you couldn't watch um, Kerrang! Music Channel, or it was, uh, I think it was called Scuzz back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of those music channels exist in the UK anymore, but I, I grew up with those. And um, on, like, every day, you'd see In The End uh, by Linkin Park, you'd see, uh, what was the song I mentioned earlier that had a music video? Uh, First Date. Blink-182, mm-hmm. um, and you see Left Behind, Slipknot, as well as the live version of Wait and Bleed. And then, I can never remember the song, but all I remember, I remember the, the chorus to it is like, um, no, I don't remember the chorus, I just, like, it's called Butterfly? <laughs> oh, no, no, fuck it, we need to move on. Right, fuck <laughs> it, yeah. Iowa, Slipknot. I'll nice. try and find that song, and if I find it, I'll tell you about it next week. We'll start next week's episode. It's like, remember that song I was talking about that I couldn't remember last week? I'm already, like, I'm predicting the future. Because <laughs> I, can, I can remember enough lyrics mm-hmm. to put it into Google and get the song, but, yeah. I, like, if I try and sing it now, I'll look like a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but what do you work out to, Sebastian? Uh, well, I work, there's a, there's a bunch of different ones, but, like, the one that I feel like just early notes... It, it instantly gets me in that okay i gotta i gotta step it up i gotta you know push myself out it's it's monster by imagine dragons yeah Ooh, good choice i like that i might need i might need to add that to my gym playlist honestly man it's good <laughs> like so it was used it was used during um 
the Daniel Bryan's rise in 2014. Yes, this is wrestling. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> and, they don't talk about that episode of Free Bowling anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and they so they use the song in like his hype packages. And every time I would see it, every time I would hear the song, it was just I would get hyped, you know, and I would get pumped up. And so it was just it made sense to put into the workout. It, it, I don't know how it is, but it's like the song fucking knows. It always hits right when I feel like I'm all right, fuck it. I'm done. And then it starts playing. And I'm just like, all right, I got one more in me. Now that you've mentioned it, I feel like I instinctively knew this was always going to be a wrestling song. Yeah. I honestly, they... if I, if I, if I had to add one to my gym playlist, uh-huh. <laughs> they laugh with me they understand they talk to me <laughs> i'll add that to a pl- i'm i'm adding that to my playlist and i'll screenshot it and i'll show you Fuck that it is it. added to my gym time playlist along with fear factory some jericho like jericho walls of jericho uh-huh. <laughs> oh no what was his band uh fuzzy 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 yeah, Wars of Jericho is a Halloween album. <laughs> right. <I'm from> Jericho. <laughs> so, since we're talking right. about workouts now. What else do you work out to, Sebastian? No, no, no. I, I'm ta- I was trying to transition into the next category. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. it is a workout, so. So, yeah, okay. So, I mean. What else, you, what else, what else is considered a workout? I mean, it's, it's when you're, it's when, you, it's when you're doing the, the, the horizontal nasty. When you make love. <laughs> yeah, I, I like yours better. I call it the horizontal nasty. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the horizontal nasty. I was trying to do fucking chef from South Park. I want to make love to the children. Um. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, they like chef had a fall from grace in South Park. Maybe yep. the, South Park needs its own episode next week. South Park. We're talking about South. We're talking about South Park. Fuck. Yeah. A show that has persisted almost as long as Simpsons at this point, and is but still it's, maintaining it's still unique good. and originality. Still good. <laughs> Got a fifteen-year deal that Simpsons <laughs> didn't get. Simpsons yep. is still riding on. Was this season good enough? Eh. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. So, sex. <laughs> sex. Right. I'm changing my. I'm changing my album. What I did have was Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi because. Kid Cudi used to sort of, yeah, I've I've actually fucked to Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi. Fair whereas enough. I haven't fucked to the album I want to fuck to, which is With Odin on Our Side by Aim on a Marth. <laughs> and I was, spl- like, I was explaining this to my dad. Yes. Just think of that as you, w- think of that as you will. Me and my dad were putting up a shelf yesterday. The- None of this is euphemisms. Me and my dad were putting up my shelf... <laughs> <laughs> and we, he was like, sort of, oh, how, you know, how's the prep for the podcast coming? Because I told him that it was like albums. And my dad, li- when he listens to an album, when he mm-hmm. finishes it, I can literally look over at the computer I'm looking at now. And he opens up this spreadsheet and he'll just, he'll mark it. If he's listened to it before, he'll mark it again. And then he'll rate it from one to five every single time. Fucking A. Every okay. year, his top 10 of all time is difficult to decide because he listens to about 30 albums a year. Easy, if not more. Fuck. 
like when like halfway through the year when nothing's really coming out in terms of music mm-hmm. he, like he'll start sort of doing like oh you know i've been looking at like one song every year since the 1980 and a song that defines that year for me i was like fuck you're old um <laughs> And I was like, the one I'm struggling with is is sex. Like when I had when I had sex with the girl I listened to Kid Cudi with, we both liked Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I'm actually I hope the next girl I meet is a bit of a gamer girl, is and then is also into a little bit of metal. You know, yeah. I'm not just trying to sort of I'm not trying to do a wish list here, but. Mm-hmm. It would be easier for a girlfriend of mine to like metal than not like metal. Makes then, sense. You know, my mum and my mum and dad binary opposites. My mum loves Maroon Five. My dad loves Dark Throne. You couldn't that that is a fucking clash. Yep. That is fire and ice, my guy. <laughs> Whereas, like for me, it's like you know the, the next the next music I want to fuck to. I want to feel like a fucking Viking. And if feel the girl like a is fucking into, Viking. If the girl is into Viking metal as well, I was like, well, let's play some Amon Amarth. There's no, there's no Viking metal better than Amon Amarth. Like, come on. When fucking Hermod's Ride to Hell comes on, holy guacamole, my guy. I, like, that is the song that's going to keep me going because it's about halfway through the album. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, up until that point, like, it is sort of the foreplay. And then Herman Rides to Hell comes on. It's like, all right, it's go time. Open up your cheeks. I'm coming in. (laughs) (laughs) What do you fuck to, Sebastian? No, well, here's the thing. I I don't think I've ever fucked to music. Loser. (laughs) No, like, I, 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 I (laughs) I was thinking about it when I was, when I was trying to pick the songs. And I was just like, if you had to, then what would you choose? No, but that's that. that so that's essentially what I what you know the song is. But it was just like, yeah. What I was thinking about why I why I've never done it, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I I always I I thought it would be distracting, but, and then I was starting I started thinking about it, and I was like, that's the whole point of fucking to the right music. It's not distracting. It actually helps. Well, I, so I I don't know. I haven't I have yet to achieve that. Like I haven't had a problem. I haven't had a problem with it. You've not you've not ascended, bro. Come <laughs> join us on the high table. <laughs> but there is a song that I would I would love to try to do, to have to have sex to. And that's I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. It was either going to be that or I was about to sing um Oh, um I was going to clean my room. Then I got no, no, like nah. I was gonna eat your pussy too. But then I got I don't think high. I could ever. I don't think I could ever fuck to that. I would. I'd be spe- we way too busy laughing. The whole fucking song is just amazing. It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. This fucking song just gets me. I was gonna go to court, and then I got high. No, but, he wasn't. But like, I, I don't know. It's you know, it's Aerosmith, so it's got it's rock, but it's not like heavy rock. You know, it, it's like it's a weird mix of like. It, it, obviously, it's a ba- it's a ballad, and there's just something about the idea of like rockets about to take off, and then just yeah, Armaged- Armageddon already knows, bro. Exactly, it feels like the, per- <laughs> the most appropriate fucking song. <laughs> so many kids these days are watching Armageddon for the first time and not having the beauty of watching this movie on VHS and having it come with 
Aerosmith's uh, um, music yep. video. Mm-hmm. They're missing I, out. Oh, it's just a. It just occurred to me. The poor kids. I don't know if the DV, I don't know if the DVD or the Blu-ray shipped with this. I imagine like it's in a special features version. Probably. Maybe. And, yeah. You could find it but on like, YouTube, obviously, but yeah, it's not the same. But when it was first ported to DVD, now nah, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Vegas. Let's talk about Vegas. Vegas. What? A, let's talk about Vegas. Let's... How many times have we been? Eight times. I'll tell you right now. Um, uh, and that's eight times in the last four years fuck me that's right (laughs) that's fucking nuts (laughs) it was seven up until last december yep (laughs) but since last december and i visited it's now eight eight fucking eight. it was eight for me before december because i've been once without you and i think you've been once or twice without me Mm -hmm. Um, but for me and you, yeah, eight, yeah, eight times, that many times, fucking a, it's always a new adventure. And we're still here. We're still here. Still here to talk about it. We're still here. Yeah. And unmarried because we haven't done Vegas right. Um, <laughs> but one thing we always do is make a playlist. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you know this. Well, you know I make the playlist because I put it on Spotify, and then yeah, you know whoever we go to Vegas with will give me songs. I want everyone to sort of have something they can listen to. Mm-hmm. It's shuffled, so you may or may not listen to stuff you bring on. It depends on if you add 200 songs to my 200. Yep. So if you only have 10 songs against the 200 I've put on, there's a good chance we may not listen to your songs because I've put on so many. Good chance. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if you know this, that this whole album is in our Vegas playlist. And it's why I chose this album. Probably not. It is Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Fucking A. Because the story behind this album is... I only knew this recently as I was researching the album last time I listened to it. Because interludes between the songs sounds like radio. It goes from like English radio, there's Mexican radio, Spanish, like Hispanic radios, all that kind of shit. And it's sort of like, like why? Why does, you know, why does it do that? So... I sort of looked it up, and apparently it's meant to be an ode to someone traveling from L.A. to Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. And that's almost the same ride as L.A. to Vegas in terms of there's nothing to look at. <laughs> Just barren, featureless desert. Yeah. The occasional interesting tree. <laughs> oh, look, some LSD knobheads have pulled over on the side because they've been tripping so hard. Like... Am I going to Joshua Tree or am I going to Vegas? There's no difference. Um, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, this whole album, this whole album was on there. Uh, And this album is honestly, it is, it's driving music. The whole, like, you're meant to listen. Like, I'm pretty sure as you set off, like, I don't know what point in LA and I don't know what point in Joshua Tree, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure that you can li- when you start this album and when you finish this album you can go from LA to Joshua Tree that's why this album exists nice and i fucking love that it was it means this song was meant to not this song this album was meant to be driven to it's because songs for the deaf is also um a song in the album which is why i keep mixing up song album mm-hmm. here yeah Nice. There's no more perfect driving album start to finish for me 
then songs for the deaf i imagine this is a song for you right yeah yeah is this gonna be what i think it is no because it's vegas no those 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 are okay (laughs) no this is a song that's um it's it's super corny it's super cheesy but i knew when i went to vegas for the first time when i turned 20 when i was 21 i had to listen to it so the song is paradise city my guns and roses there's no way in hell I was going to Vegas and not listening to Paradise City right off the bat. Like I fucking needed to. I and, and it was We need a dirt style album for Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Not a, movie. a dirt style movie yeah, for Guns, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Those fuckers. They're just as fucked up. If not more. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, more. Yeah. I... Isn't isn't one of the songs where the girl is moaning, it's the lead singer fucking the drummer's girlfriend? Probably. I've, I remember I remember hearing I remember re- reading that on um not that I trust anything I see on Ranker yeah but um I'm pretty sure it's on like things you don't know about albums or songs mm-hmm. that you love and one of them is there's one of the tracks for a classic like an early Guns N' Roses album was a girl moaning and it was the lead singer fucking the drummer's girlfriend god damn <laughs> god damn yeah Paradise City Great fucking song, bro. Absolutely. Fucking love that song, dude. And it just amps you up Again, for the drive, you know? Kerrang, Scuzz. Grew, 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 up, grew up with the music video. That black and white music mm-hmm. video. Fucking awesome. Yep. Where they're setting up for the uh, the gig. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome song. And then uh, Burnout Paradise. I imagine that's why the game is called pa- Burnout Paradise. Honestly, it makes, it, it makes sense. Fucking sells itself. Lots of things just fell because I just smacked the table. Um, <laughs> best album of all time. Don't fucking at me, my guys. All right. Deliverance by Opeth. And 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 the and the podcast. I don't even want to want. I don't even want to know what yours is because <laughs> it's not as good as deliver. It's not as good as Deliverance by Opeth. <laughs> this album is great. I've got here notable songs written down, mm-hmm. and I've written down the whole album because that is what the best album of all time should be. Yeah, no. You agreed. can start an album and listen to it start to finish and just go. <sighs> Breathe a sigh of relief. God damn. Okay. No, that wasn't me farting. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I heard you giggling, dickhead. <laughs> but like this album, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the heaviest I ever heard at the time. It defined a whole generation's worth of gigs that me and my dad went to. Nice. We went to go see the band live together. Fuck. When my dad realised I liked Opeth as much as I did, that's when he started getting me into like sort of heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loved it. And even though Opeth isn't heavy anymore, they're sort of more of a progressive Swedish pop band now. They're Swedish progressive metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I can look back and say, even though you're not now. I want to thank you for what you were, which was one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah. I've had to change my option now because I've not really listened to their last two, three albums. Mm-hmm. But I just know when I want to listen to Opeth, boom, deliverance, start to finish. Nice. I even got my dad the vinyl. Fucking A. Yeah. Nice. Like a, like a collector's edition vinyl. Actually, I think that vinyl is the last thing I bought from Amoeba before it closed down. Really? 
Yeah, because we went, we went, we went there. We got posters. Well, I mean, it, it, you bought the posters. It, it has you a new store. Posters. It has a new store, but it's the not, one yeah, that's on, not the original. Yeah, I see what you mean. The, yeah, the original one. Yeah. Um, one on Sunset. The one on Sunset. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, damn. Ready to hear mine? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Yes, tell me. All right, so I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think this is one you're gonna expect, honestly, or maybe you are. Ooh. So, for me, the <laughs> I, I've heard this album in its entirety multiple times, and, it, and start I, to you know, finish, like, it, it, it every slaps. song is fucking it. It's literally, this, it's literally what you said. It just, yep. it just works all of it, and for me, that album is Thriller. MJ. MJ. She- Nicky, Nicky, Michael Jackson, bro. My guy. Can't go wrong with like, MJ. Just, it is such an amazing fucking, like, it's it's such an amazing album. All, you know, all my favorite, my favorite Michael Jackson Controversy on Michael Jackson are, came from this album. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, and also, like, the guy's been dead Let him, forever. let him rest in peace, like, for sake. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's just an amazing album. And then you think about all the talent that worked on it. You know, you had Michael Jackson, fucking mm-hmm. Quincy Jones, and Paul McCartney's Have on one of the songs, the too. Quincy Jones um, biopic called Quincy? Uh, her, no, I haven't His seen daughter, it. the one that was in Parks and Recreation, uh, pro- uh, produces oh, it. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. She, she plays uh, Ann Perkins. Oh, okay. Ann Perkins. <laughs> her name because her last name's Rashida Jones. Uh, Rashida yeah. Jones. She she produces it and she like she's actually yeah. the documentarian asking Quincy questions, and it's sort of you learn about how he used to have the most flamboyant parties in L.A. Like it was the mm-hmm. party to go to. Yeah. The Os- the Oscars after party, mm-hmm. the Tower Records parties, the Quincy Jones birthday parties, and then he has a heart attack. Yep. Before, like, between 51 and 52, in which Rashida was, like, the only one who looked after him, pretty much. Everyone else was, like, sort of, oh, you you gonna have a party? Like, you know, sort of, I've never been to one. I've always wanted to go to one. And Rashida's like, you just had a fucking heart attack. Let the man fucking discover his own sort of back, like, way back to health. And, like, like, through that, he, like, sort of discovered, like, his newfound health craze. I had I had trouble not putting down um, the uh, the greatest the greatest hits from the Eagles because like mm-hmm. this is the best selling album of all time and it is one of yeah. the best albums of all time <laughs> Hotel California being one of the best songs of all time Welcome to the Hotel California It's not Mexican bro. I wasn't Mexican. <laughs> was it sound, you, to me, it sounded like you had a Mexican accent. No, I was, Are you I was, sure? I was going for more like Caribbean cool kind of accent. No, no, for me, it had Mexican vibes, bro. It had mariachi vibes to it, bro. Like, Motherfucker. <laughs> this one I get married to. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by telling everyone to go watch Pablo Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> For the man who shaves his huevos. Huevos, <laughs> 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 Hey, 
Hey, John, it's, a, it's being tough out here trying to shave your weathers. <laughs> In the city, <laughs> you must fight to survive. I can't he believe... Salt tortillas on the sidewalk. You know, and the mob wanted in. That's crazy. I did not think that that was going to have such an effect on you when I first showed it to you. Well, Pablo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched Pablo before I met you. No, no, no. But when I showed you the animation of it. I didn't oh, think... the Naruto Pablo yeah. Francisco. Everyone, everyone who's listening, go to YouTube right now. Type in Pablo Francisco Naruto. Uh, Naruto. Best three minutes of your life, no cap. If you're weak as shit, this will make your week better. Oh, yeah. If oh, 2022 yeah. has gotten off to a bad start, it's get, it gets better after watching this video. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Fuck, man. Music is such a... It's intense. An important part of everyone's life, and I hope Absolute. it is. Absolutely. I, I hope, like, even when things get shit, I hope music is there. When things are good, I hope music is there. When things are sexy... I hope you take from this episode how you can link music to everything. Your childhood, growing up, like, tr you know, traveling with the boys, having sex with the boys. Sorry, having sex with girls. Um, having whatever, you, whoever you have sex with. Whoever you're having sex with. <laughs> music's involved. Uh, you know, years, spanning years. It's music I've never even heard to that at some point I hope I do. Yeah, yeah. And music that's not even out that I'm look I'm lo like I look forward to hearing. Like mm -hmm. I know some bands I I know out there who I have loved my entire life and now are currently making music and I can't wait to hear what they're working on. I can't wait to get back to gigs in a in a way that isn't controlled, isn't you know these four over here, these four over here. Wear your fucking mask. Are you fucking vaccinated? I just want to go to a gig, man. Mm -hmm. The way it fucking was, man. Yeah. 200 people in under this under the same roof under, I, and you just look around it's like all these people like the same music as me fuck yeah man i want to go to a gig i i can be one of those people that saw black sabbath before ozzy osbourne was a walking zombie on stage and i just rem i just remember like <laughs> I, well actually this moment is actually ozzy osbourne walking off stage to go have a shit i think um and Tony Iommi's just there. At, like I don't need to tell you, tell people who Tony Iommi are. Hopefully, he's just there. He's he's, he's strumming the guitar, and everyone's just going Tony, 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 Tony. And Tony points to the bass guitarist, and people are silent until my fucking dad just goes, because it's Geezer Butler. One, like next to Tony Iommi one of the greatest guitarists of all time mm -hmm. and then everyone slowly the whole stadium and this is one of the biggest stadiums in Birmingham the O2 stadium in Birmingham fucking huge everyone slowly row by row standing row by standing row just go Giza Giza because of my dad god damn because my dad's voice, like, we were middle stage. We were middle standing. Every time I saw, like, as old as my dad is, he will never get a seating. He will, he will never be seating. We'll always get a standing seat. So fucking just man. so that we can be there in the crowd and feel the fucking rush that I don't think we'll ever get back. 
as much as I want to get back to the way gigs were, they will never be the same. They will always be controlled because if it's not COVID or some variant of COVID, it will be some. It'll be something else. And I, I just, I'm glad I got to experience. Honestly, mm-hmm. sorry, the way music deserves to be listened to, with other people who respect it as much as you, and the way the band wants it listened to. If you're yeah. not listening to like the like, if you're not there in the studio listening to it being recorded, the best way to hear it is watching it live. Yeah, which is funny because actually listening to an album live on Spotify is probably the worst way to listen to an album, <laughs> especially when they get the fans to try and sing it and like no one actually recorded the fans properly singing and all you hear is like out of tone mess yeah what are they singing those aren't the fucking words (laughs) just music man it's everywhere it will always be there before and after us music will always be there and i just want to there's been a few episodes where i've said this and i'm gonna say again now if you are struggling if things are shit music is there yeah and if, if it's not there then you're listening to the wrong stuff go out go find Spotify has a great sort of search category to if you type search to scroll and you can search by genre and it's even like you know country dream jazz dream part, wake up mm-hmm. party music late night party music any type of genre Spotify has you yep type in something you think might be the name of a playlist karate kid compilation music it might not be karate kid music but music you mm-hmm. expect to be in the karate kid that's how that's how good Spotify is I hope Tidal and Apple Music are the same. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't use Tidal or Apple Music, but I hope their search, I hope their search engines are the same. And like it's, it's funny we we became like an unintentional ad for Spotify <laughs> because of how good Spotify is. It works, man. Nah, I get it. I'm not, I'm not like, paying for want, Apple the, Music. I'm not paying for Tidal. I'm paying for fucking Spotify. No, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to say the best way to listen to this podcast is Spotify, but. I only I only ever post the Spotify link on my Instagram every week, so because <laughs> it has a share button, it's the share, share button lets you post directly to Instagram Stories. Yep, I don't see that on Apple or Tidal. No, Apple lets you share with like specific people. It's like, no, I want to share with the world. I want to sh- I want to share with the world, and that yeah. Yep. Ah, oh, fucking a. I've had a great birthday. Good, I can't man. wait to do another birthday special episode for you, but that's not until like September, most of the year away. And even then, <laughs> I think honestly, I think that the move is going to be since it's in September, and I'm going to be in the UK in September. I think that needs to be a live episode, like you and I. Didn't we say we were going to do that when I came over in December last yeah. year? Yeah, we didn't do that at all. No, yeah, okay, you're right. Fuck it. I guess you're not getting a birthday. <laughs> don't say. Don't make promises. I know you're not going to fucking keep, bro. Because I've got plans for us when you come over, dude. <laughs> There's going to be no free time. All right. We're waking up six o'clock in the morning every night, regardless of us getting back at four o'clock in the morning the night before. <laughs> fucking hey. All right. I yes. That's... that's music, everyone. That's it from us. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe. Give us that five star rating. Share us. Invite your friends. Invite your parents. Invite your grandparents. Listen and we to want us to hear together. what you listen to. Yep. 
I like go like I'm gonna I'm gonna get some albums from my friends. We can start next week's episode and we can sort of share. It's like oh m- my friend said this about like an album he put on Vegas. Like yeah, mm-hmm. ask your friends, ask you ask your family. You know, just give them like just like question them like what was the first album you ever bought? Yeah, I, w- I want to hear I want to hear some. Yeah, we want to hear like, from you guys. Not, our mu- like our music isn't your music, and we understand that. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know. And we love you guys. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Come on, man. Come join us on the trip. I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the script. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.